Hey, welcome! You're listening to Beyond Motherhood, the podcast that gives you tools to reclaim the woman in you. I'm Camille Busson-Thompson, sex, love and empowerment coach for mothers, and I share here simple yet powerful practices to help you get your fire back, even after having children. This is a weekly podcast and you will find the elements and resources that I share on my website, CamilleBussonThompson.com. Sign up to my newsletter so you can receive it into your inbox. And the best way to support it is to share it with your friends. And in this episode eight, I want to talk about how to actually do more by doing less. And this is something that's been present in my life lately as I've been trying to find ways to do all the things that I do, but also enjoy the little breaks. So my two kids are in the French school system, meaning that every six weeks they have a two weeks holiday break and two months in the summertime. And for some people, this is fine because they go and do other things and they go outside for work. But working from home, for me, it's like suddenly everything has to stop or at least I need to adjust. And if I want to get anything done, I need to go outside or to be very, very sneaky about it. So um, looking at the season that we're in, I've been inspired to start to slow down to slow down in the pace of thing that I do, but I still need to do as much. I just, I, I cannot stop. Um, so today for you, I've been um, wanting to share a couple of things that are really helping me now and have helped me in the past. And I want to talk about to-do lists. So I love to-do lists. They're really helpful to put everything down on a paper for me. Otherwise, my mind is really too busy. So I've been using them a lot, but they can also be overwhelming. And I used to do them daily. I used to just wake up and put things on my daily to-do list. Now, one tip I will share is that if you do a weekly to-do list instead of a daily to-do list, that is giving you more space, more grace to really make things happen. And the other thing is to ask yourself three simple questions. So ask if it needs to be done. So does it really, really need to be done? The second question is, does it need to be done by me? Because honestly, sometimes someone else could do it. And the third one is, does it need to be done now? Most of the time you'll see that it doesn't really. And maybe you're not prioritizing the right things at the right moment. So those are just like little tips for you to consider making this weekly to-do list instead of a daily one and asking you those three questions for each item and each thing that you think you have to do. Okay, now the other thing I wanted to share about that is how our energy works. And as women, we uh, tend to be productive in a different way from men because we are working with a 28 or 28 or so cycle. And we can, as women, really optimize our task and things that we have to do around our natural energy cycle. Um, men have a cyclical experience of their energy based on their hormones. And men will cycle every 24 hours. 
For women, it's every 28 days. So if you consider that and you see that productivity and time management is assumed in our world to be based on a 24-hour cycle, and this only applies for 50% of the population. So if you think about that, uh, you have to find a way to make it work for you. So both men and women have the ability to get just as much done, but in slightly different ways. And I really want to explain how. So the four phases that are mimicking the four seasons uh, really are linked to the energy of each season. So you have the winter, the spring, the summer and the fall or autumn. And for men, it will cycle up in one day, 24 hours. But for us, we'll go from our lower energy time, the winter time. So this is when uh, we are menstruating. And this is a very important time because this is where we have the best uh, communication in between our right and left hemisphere in our brain, meaning that this is when we have our best insights, best ideas and intuition. This is a great time to create space in your calendar for evaluation. Then the week after your period is follicular phase or your springtime. And this is where our brain are wired for planning, for brainstorming, new ideas, for initiating. And then comes the summertime linked to the ovulation. So this is a time where your pheromones uh, and you are your most magnetic. So this is where you will be verbally fluent. So if you have any presentation to give or your speeches, or going outside and, and share things with the world, this is when you want to do it. And then the last phase is uh, the autumn of your cycle. So this is corresponding to your luteal phase. And this is where you're turning in time, so turning inside. And our brain are wired to get into the details. So this is a good time to go cross the T's and do all the little things. So checking the, the thing on your to-do list you haven't managed to do. So I want to nuance what I just said by saying that every woman will work differently. But this is really good if you want to see what works for you to track your energy levels so you can do that over a 24-hour period and everybody will know if you're more of a morning person or a night owl um, but also to track your energy level over a 90-day period so if you do that you get a better sense of what it feels for us um, to have more energy to be more outgoing or to be more like turned inside and you can really then plan out your time accordingly. Another thing to get more time is to start planning your week. So you have your to-do list that I mentioned, but it's also how you're going to plan things happening, events, and things that you want to get done in your week. So if you don't yet plan your week, please do. Because studies shows that planning your week or your days even can help you reclaim up to two hours a day of wasted time. So that's a lot of time. Uh, now, you can't always plan out your week around your cycles. Because uh, even if we try, you know, life and deadlines. But the best thing you can do is to map out which tasks should be done and when. And ask yourself how much energy you have as you plan your week and then schedule like 5 to 10% of your activities based on your energy of where you're at in your cycle and then you get done what you need to get done based on deadlines and external factors. 
In any case, the idea here is to listen to your body and things will work in alignment. Because truly, our bodies are our source of energy and creativity. So, for instance, uh, if I have to do things like to go to an event and uh, give a talk or lead a workshop on a day of my menstruation, then I will still go and do it, but I will just walk slowly as I move through the day. I will take more time and I really, in this small way, you can honor what's happening within your body and honor your energy levels, but still get the things that you have to do, you know, happen. So this is just a little idea, an example of how you can adapt how you feeling into what you have to do. I wanted to share with you this practice that is a meditation that can help you build your intuition. So when I connect to my intuition, this is when I can trust myself and I get to rely less on my external actions and all the things that I believe I have to do and more on my inner compass. So I've experienced that over the past few years and it's been so helpful and sometimes I have to remind myself that this is actually easy. Um, I don't have to force myself through doing so much when, when I can let go and surrender, things happen on themselves almost. So um, it's not magic, it's more that I build this uh, internal trust, this internal intuition, um, or I, I listen, my intuition is always there, but I listen to it more, or I'm able to connect to it more, and so it's not that I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I trust that I will know when it's the time. I'm uh, very uh, much in control. I'm a micromanager, so in my life, in my family. And I like to plan, To I used to plan events, so I'm very organized. Uh, I have to be, you know, working uh, for myself, running my own business. I have to get super organized, but there is also a way that I have found my balance with organizing enough so I feel safe, so I feel like I'm on track. And also relaxing into the trust that I'm doing enough and that I can listen within. So what's happening in my body, how I'm feeling on that day. So that means also listening to where I'm at in my cycles. But also what really helps is uh, building that intuition. And I wanted to share with you today this meditation that is a third eye meditation. So in the yogic tradition, we have different energy centers, the chakras, and the third eye is the sixth uh, center that is located uh, in between your eyes, a bit on your forehead, but inside, a point inside of your head. It is said that we have this third eye that is turned inward, that is connected to your intuition, to your vision, and so you can increase your connection to this intuition that we all have, our inner wisdom, uh, by working on it. As you increase uh, this energy, then you can tap into it more easily. So I want to give you this meditation and that will really help for you to feel deeply connected to the entire universe and you would feel more in command of your own life. 
So the more you do that, the more you release the, the control, the external control, the more you trust that uh, you can command your own life from within. And it's something that I can talk and explain, but you have to experience it really to understand it at a deeper level. So this will really help you with trusting yourself and building your confidence, following your own path. So it helps if you tend to be a people pleaser and always want to um, get approved by everyone else. This will help you just uh, tune into what you want, make your own decisions, uh, trust that you're making the right decision and keep going. So I will guide you then to this third eye meditation. If you're not in a space where you can listen uh, for a few minutes and close your eyes, if you're driving, listening to that podcast, then just you can pause now and get back to it once you are settled in a comfortable position for a few minutes in a place where you won't be disturbed. So sitting in a comfortable position, you will start to inhale into and exhale out of your third eye. And as you inhale and exhale, you focus on the area of your forehead at the level of the third eye in towards the center of your brain. And you let this area cover the pineal gland, which is located at the center above the roof of your mouth. As you work with the third eye, really focus on this area and begin to inhale into and exhale out of it. Now feel a golden ball of light, as big as a tennis ball, around your third eye. And inhale and exhale and feel the power of the energy in this area. You feel this ball of energy expand to the size of the room with the center point at your pineal gland. Inhale and exhale and feel this incredible energy filling up the entire room.
you inhale this energy to the size of the city. And keep breathing and inhaling this energy to the size of the planet. So keep growing, inhaling and exhaling and feel the power of your third eye energy. Now feel this energy expand to the size of the solar system. Inhale and exhale the power of this energy. Now expand this to the size of the galaxy, still with the center point at your pineal gland. Inhale and exhale this expansive power. Inhale it now all the way to the size of the universe. Feel the amount of wisdom, clarity and connection that you have access to. You are spiritually infinite. Spiritually and energetically powerful beyond measure. And now feel this energy coming back from the universe to the galaxy. And now feel this energy coming back from the universe to the galaxy, to the solar system, to the planet. To your country. To your town. To your building. To your room and back to the size of a tennis ball and back to the pineal gland. And simply feel the level of power 
command and spiritual insight you always have right there within you. And you can come back and open up your eyes. So this is for you to use and to reuse as you build your inner compass, your inner wisdom. Working with the third eye can be really powerful. So I hope you really enjoyed it. And thank you so much for listening in today. If you feel you want to go deeper, I have a one-on-one coaching program specially designed for mothers who want to get their fire back on in a holistic way. This is a four-month program called Reclaim the Woman in You. And you can find all the details on my website, camibossonthompson.com. Thank you so much and see you next week.